bollocks. Hello and welcome back to Unclassical. Hello, I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And today we're getting back into King Oedipus. Mm, yummy. So where did we leave it last week? Uh, we left it where it was being pretty obvious that yeah. um, Oedipus had killed his daddy-o and the prophet was like, oh, the woman you call wife you also know as mother. And he was like, I don't get it. Your children are brother. Yeah, and he was like, I see that you're trying to point the blame finger at me, you fucking con, but I will not be having it. And he's like, you literally, yeah, wife, mother is the same to you. I mean, just stop talking in riddles. Just say it plainly. If you want to call me a dick, call me a dick. And the prophet was like, I can't with you. And so I'm like, dude, you suck. And then um, the other guy came in, his name I can't remember. Creon? Creon and um, he was like so did you talk to the prophet and Oedipus was like yeah he totally said I was banging my mom. what a freak I mean he's clearly, clearly insane and Creon was like I don't know man he's, he's a pretty respected prophet that's kind of his thing <laughs> so that was the foreshadowing for this week so I will um, or me a little pre- giving a preview for this week so I will pick it up from there so um, this is actually before Creon comes in mm. and Oedipus is like, why is Creon doing me dirty by sending this fucking fibber here that's bad mouthing me? And um, both Oedipus and Teresias just kind of storm off. And the next scene starts with Creon entering and he's like, I hear Oedipus has been slagging me off. Square to fucking go like. Square to go like. He's like, I've done fucking nothing wrong. And the chorus kind of weighs in and they're like um, trying to calm everything down and they're sort of like, I just think he was in a really bad mood. He's pretty angry with everything i think you all just need to chat it out just have a nice chat <laughs> the chorus are literally like pas in this meets like therapists meets just annoying people <laughs> but um so um creon's chatting to the chorus when oedipus storms in he's like oh hi bitch are you looking oh, for your hi. knife it's in my back <laughs> so um they kind of have like a back and forth and oh i forgot to say creon is jocasta's brother so oedipus thinks that um he's kind of pulled with all this sabotaging off because he wants the throne and creon um basically says why would i want the throne i have a lovely amount of power but without yeah. any of the aggro of being king yeah. and why would i give that up and then um he, he says why would i give that up for an uneasy throne and i get the impression it's because like the kingdom's in such like a state and him just opening the window like look at that pile of shit out there who'd be king yeah, of that who would want that man it looks shit <laughs> like no one wants to be king of your festering pile of feces Oedipus. i also just got the image of him saying an unsteady throne and he just sits in it and it's wobbly like mm, it. <laughs> uneasy but yeah unsteady as oh. well <laughs> mm. Mm. makes me uneasy <laughs> didn't like it so Creon goes on to say that Oedipus is basically acting rashly and the chorus agrees and says, quick thoughts are seldom safest. Mm. And then Oedipus goes, when a quick plotter is on the move, my friend, it's safest to be quick in counter plotting. I, I got to think quick with you speedy snakes around. Yeah. <laughs> so Creon um, is like, okay, skips the end. What's my punishment going to be? Is it going to be banishment? And Oedipus says, I would have you dead, not banished. Like, friendly. They were literally like best mates, like, what, four hours ago? Yeah. So, Oedipus fucking sucks. And then Creon. He's a, he's a stellar guy. He's a great guy. And Creon's like, and if you're mistaken, Laurie, you're going to have me put to death. And Oedipus basically says that kings have to make decisions and rule regardless. And Creon says, not when they rule unjustly. And I was like, yeah. yes, Mr. Boris Johnson and Mrs. Queen. And, mm. Oh, my God, oh, my God. We're getting in with the tangents, but I feel we've done quite well for four minutes and no tangents. But Yeah, um, we're doing good. This bit reminded me of like, yeah, you, you don't get to rule when you rule unjustly. So yeah. um, The Guardian does a podcast called Today in Focus where they just uh, focus on little things to um, yeah. talk about. And uh, there was one a little while ago about um, Royal Ascent. Do you know what Royal Ascent is? I'm guessing it's like ascending through the ranks of royalty. No, but that's good because I need to explain it for anyone listening yeah. who doesn't know anyway. So royal ascent is what the queen gives or, you know, the head monarch, head monarch, the monarch, mm. um, when a law is being passed. And so it's basically oh, yeah. like her final go ahead, but it's meant to be a pure formality. She's not meant to have any like actual power with it. So she yeah. shouldn't have power to say yes or no to laws. It's just 
tradition really um yeah. but this guy who works for the guardian david Pegg, he's been looking into it and looking at like memos from like government to the palace Ooh. and he's basically found out that she's been lobbying certain rule at uh, certain laws and getting them tweaked before approving them and most as far as i can remember are down to like land ownership and sort of getting wealth from a state so yeah. obviously anything that pertains to the royals private source of income and yeah. um so yeah that's not how laws and are meant to be passed and it's also not how the monarchy is meant to work with the government and uh, it's not how any of us have agreed for this to be run so it's hmm. it's very fucking shady very. and um then i was like yeah it's not the way we've agreed the country to be run but also uh, neither is boris johnson taking payments from any of his mates but you yeah. all need to check creon's book and not be ruling because <laughs> you're all unjust so, yeah. let's go back to the slightly less corrupt state of Thebes. <laughs> so, Oedipus and Creon are just arguing. And the chorus yeah. is like, here comes Jocasta. Oedipus is As if a... this is the less corrupt state. Yeah, I know. <sighs> um, and here comes uh, here comes Jocasta, which is uh, Oedipus's wife mum. And yeah. uh, the, the um, chorus says, let her put an end to the quarrel. Literally, let the women come in and sort out the men's problem and get no credit for it. Sounds it sounds about right, right, doesn't it? I yeah, bet it's over and she sorts it out. I mean, obviously, it doesn't work out like this way, but everyone's like, oh, Oedipus, we knew you'd figure it out in the end. Like, am I, fucking, am I fucking invisible? <laughs> Can you fucking see me here? So, um, Jocasta comes in and goes, what is the meaning of this loud argument, you quarrelsome men? Thought, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and Creon says, your husband Oedipus condemns me out of hand with a terrible sentence, a choice of death or banishment. And I just felt this was good. Like, Creon does have every right to be really pissed off right now. He hasn't fucking yeah. done anything. <laughs> like, well, I just walked in here and suddenly I'm choosing between my life and my home. Yeah. Um, and I, I had to, I've done nothing but serve your husband. So can you have a fucking word, please? Yeah. <laughs> so Creon, Jocasta and the chorus are all like, drop it, Oedipus. This is actually ridiculous and no one's buying it. So Oedipus basically says, look, if we don't banish him or kill him, we're saying he's right, which means you have to banish or kill me. Is that what you want? And um, awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, I, I wouldn't mind. I, well, you know, there's the, the options. No, the chorus is like, look, we don't want anyone killed or exiled. And if either of you is killed or exiled, Exile. The people won't be able to stand it. So let's just chill for a minute. Yeah, let's just chill. Just take a step back. Who are you? Just calm. Fuck down. down. <laughs> Literally. So um, Oedipus basically says that Creon um may just go away from him. He's not banished, but go away for a bit as per the chorus's wish. Yeah. Um, but that's not his choice, and that he'll hate him forever. Hate forever. Literally, that's what it says. Forever. Forever. Cool. Oh my god. I, I was just realised, yeah, because you're reading Greek play. Yeah. I'm slow on the uptake, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but I just remembered, like, because like, when I read Electra, it is literally like a fucking episode of EastEnders, isn't it? Yeah. Way it's, it's so dramatic and, like, the language, like, obviously it's translated and stuff, yeah. so I guess, like, they're trying to put it into more simplified <laughs> words. But it's like, I'll hate you forever. Like, yeah. what? Are you <laughs> okay? Right. Good Get comeback. in an app. <laughs> literally do you need to suck your thumb this piece that sounds yeah. nice yeah. Um, and oh yeah as creon leaves he says such natures earn self-torture basically saying this will only end in tears <laughs> can we call this episode i'll hate you forever <laughs> yes, I hate you forever um, it's the best comeback I mean, I mean what else can you say to that <laughs> basically to which Oedipus to which Oedipus says will you be gone basically are you still here are you still here are you still here are you still fucking here mate fuck off so um Korean trots off with a I'm off but it's only you that wants me gone like everyone else loves yeah. me everyone else <laughs> so, loves me You're friendly weird. friends <laughs> so the chorus now this is stupid turns to Jocasta and asks her to basically persuade the king to chill the fuck out and Jocasta is like yeah sound I will but what the fuck's going on and the chorus basically does that thing that dicks on Facebook do with like oh it's all so terrible um, but I can't say actually what's going on so, uh. <laughs> so he's like oh yeah they both think the other ones that's in the wrong but please don't ask me what's going on for the country's sake and it's like 
why did you ask for her, her help if you're not going to tell her what's going on? Yeah, it's like, so I have to walk into the situation and just tell everyone to calm down, but without any reason as to why they should calm down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So rude. So um, she goes up to Oedipus and is like, Chorus is helpful as a uh, chocolate teapot. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, what's <laughs> going on, man? And um, he explains about the prophet and Jocasta is like, <laughs> you got your knickers in a twist over a prophet. Lol, don't worry about prophets. No one possesses the secret of divination. I should know. My ex and I were told that our kid was going to kill him and marry me. Obviously bollocks. Laius died because some robbers jumped him where three roads meet. And I dropped that kid like he was hot. Had his ankles riveted to uh, when he was not even three days old. And left him on a mountainside to die. Ergo, prophecies are bullshit. And Oedipus is just there like... What did you say about three roads meeting? <laughs> what was that again, dear? Not also like... um. What did you say about murdering your firstborn child? It's like... Was that a crossroads or three? Was it three roads meeting? Be very specific now, Jocasta. Be very specific. <laughs> Do not mess this up. So, um, yeah, he's like, I need to know more details. And Jocasta's like, oh, it's like this um, area um, where three where a road divides leading to Delphi and Dolia. And um, also, do you remember last time? Oedipus was like, I need to find all the details of um, Laius's death. And everyone was like, there are no details. Jocasta literally fucking knows everything. And this is what happens when no one asks women their opinion. Literally, she's like, I have everything. This is like why, um, you know, there's so much history is lost because they don't think tapestry is a decent form of um, historical recording because it's women's work. It's women's work. It's so frustrating. She literally knows everything. So she knows exactly where it happened. Of course, she's just like, well, who was my husband? I kind of had feelings for him. Therefore, yeah. the traumatic events stayed on my mind a bit. Yeah, a little bit. And he was like, and when did this happen? And she was like, oh, shortly before you arrived. <laughs> so, <laughs> but again, fucking ask her. Also, lovely grieving period there, Jocasta. But again, women yeah. are given choices in this and well, not yeah, seem they, like they have emotions. She was, he was just brought into her, wasn't it? Like, I yeah. found your new husband. Here you are. Right. <laughs> also, I found your new husband. I have a husband. He's dead. Oh, nice one. Okay, what was your name? <laughs> oh, okay, moving on. You can tell it's by a fucking man, can't you? Literally. Um, so Oedipus, like, shouts when he's, like, found out, like, these um, details. Like, oh, God, what will thou do to me? And Jocasta's like, why, Oedipus? What weighs heavy upon your mind? Jocasta, babe. Keep up, babe. Come on, come on, come on. Keep, keep up, up, guys. Keep up, guys. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. We've got to work together now. So, um, <laughs> okay, you're going to die at this bit. So Oedipus says to Jocasta, Oh, don't ask me, but tell me, what did Laius look like? To which Jocasta says, Tall, silver frosted hair, about your figure. Sorry, he had frosted tips. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> Stylish. And also, about your figure, literally like, well, now I think about it. You look like an older version of you. Like you can see, you got a you got a type, don't you? you? Type there, Joe Kester. Kester, <laughs> so, come on, everyone, catch up, catch up. So, um, Oedipus. So the day that Laius was killed, Oedipus actually yeah. killed a few guys, and um, <laughs> because he's, he's super a good guy, yeah, he's a great guy. Um, so yeah, he's super fucking chill. So he asks Jocasta to confirm if Laius had loads of servants with him and bodyguards, or if it was just a few, because um, Oedipus killed like five, six people, and um, so <laughs> uh, she's like, no, just a few, like five, and he's like, fuck, that's exactly the right amount. Um, how how do you know all this? And she was like, there was a servant that survived. He returned and told me everything. There is a survivor and she is the only one to know. And no one's fucking asked her about it. Ah, why so, don't they talk to women? This is the shittest murder inquiry. And again, like we say, there's so much missing in history just because no one fucking... Uh, also, there's more women on the planet than there are men and no one's asking them their opinion or their experiences and when they try and speak everyone's just like hush hush little woman hush hush and, hush, like, hush, hush. and then they're like oh it's such a shame we've lost all these historical records like <laughs> i i literally know what happened there hush hush you you don't understand like i'm gonna fucking kill you it wasn't that i can't remember who it is but it's basically like the founder of gynecology and she wrote down like all these medical texts like outlining women's health and then more modern historians found her text and were like oh a man must have written this because it's like, so why would a like, man write accurate. this <laughs> and didn't you fucking dickhead I mean it's just like you know things like think about like the calendar and they're like oh yes invented by a man but why would a man 
man wants to document every 28 days. Literally. Do you think he wants to do that? No. It's really fucking annoying, isn't it? Anyway. I have a question. Yeah. Slight tangent. Is it just a coincidence that the moon cycle and periods are in, are lined up? Well, I don't know. Now you're coming with the big questions. <laughs> it's like, well, man, I wasn't that into astrology, but you know what? It seems to have a point. It seems to have a point, and we all seem to be witches. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, but in all seriousness, that is a... It's mighty interesting. And then, because the moon dictates the tides, does it dictate our tides? <laughs> Have you seen what you, in... What you doing up there, big moon? Have you seen um Bruce Almighty when he, like, gets the power of God and then he wants to, like, seduce his girlfriend or something so he makes the moon really big in the sky and it, like, causes all, like, these tidal waves. Can you imagine just everyone going on their period simultaneously? And he's like, this is not what I meant. <laughs> like, shit, I did not realise it would have that effect. Like, and also, why do women sync up? Why is that a thing? I mean... All for like women power, but it, it, it's it's a little creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is a bit weird. Like, why are we why are we syncing up? Like, what what's that for? What is that for? What what is that for? What are we preparing for? Period. <laughs> oh my god, are we going to drown the men in our blood? Let's do it. <laughs> let's do. Let's kill them. <laughs> Sisters unite! You heard it here first, guys. We're gonna drown them at dawn. <laughs> but you know, we all gotta hang out for like a couple months prior, which is gonna be hard for us introverts who don't really like people. So it's uh, all right. We'll uh, just sit by. We'll have our headphones. We'll have snacks. Anyway, uh, we're gonna. There's gonna be so many snacks, guys. Snacks. We're gonna be preparing for a period, so there's gonna be good snacks. There will be. There'll be pizza and hot water bottles. Oh, anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway. So Oedipus is like, okay, there was a servant that survived. Is is he still here? And um, then uh, Joe Cass is like, no. Um, basically, when he came back and saw you sitting in his master's place, he had a bit like a mental breakdown. And um, <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. Although he doesn't really say anyway. Um, and uh, he was like, I would just like to go away and be a shepherd, please. A shepherd. Um, so she was like, so I let him go. And he could have asked for a much greater favour. He was such a good slave. I just want to point out that slave and servant are obviously used interchangeably in this. But uh, yeah, ancient Greeks fucking loved a slave. Uh, fucking heinous. But yeah, you know, I feel it's good yeah. to... When we're saying servants, obviously these people aren't paid. Um, no, given a choice. they are slaves. So anyway, the slave, servant, shepherd. Um, yeah. Clearly came back, saw the person was like, ew, gross, fuck this, I'm out. Although, maybe not. Anyway. Um, Oedipus... Well, like, so like, that's the guy that killed my master. Stick still on his throne. There's a whole lot of fucked up. There's right a whole lot of fucked up right now. So Oedipus... And they're like, guys, you man, you ain't even heard the worst of it yet. <laughs> yeah. That prophet's uh, just there like, oh boy, you're going to want to become a shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to want to stay a shepherd, man. Just you wait, Katie. So um, Oedipus asks for the man to be sent for, obviously, so he can have a chat. And Jocasta's like, sure thing. But again... Why are you so upset? Jocaster, darling on? baby girl, please. Like, honey, <laughs> honey, honey. Come along now. Come on. <laughs> so, um, Oedipus um, goes on to, like, say why he left his home country. And he basically says a drunk man told him that he wasn't his parents' son. And he asked them if this was true. And they were like, oh, I don't, I don't, preposterous <laughs> accusation. <laughs> so, um, Oedipus was like... And that's, uh, that's a, a whole lot of uh, protesteth too much, so I'm going to go clear this up with a prophet. So he goes to talk to this prophet to find out if his parents are his real parents. And the prophet yeah. just kept saying that Oedipus was going to grow up to kill his dar and bang his ma. So that's why Oedipus ran away. Now, the prophet could have saved a whole lot of pain about asking the question he was fucking asked. <laughs> Literally, like, that's not your real mum and dad. But then, do you remember at the um, start of the book, um, there was kind of like this vibe of like silly mortals trying to defy the will of the gods. I wonder yeah. if the prophet's like, you think you're so smart, Jocaster and Leos? Well, just you wait. Like, he's <laughs> coming for you. He's coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Oedipus goes on to say, um, and then, you know, I was walking along and obviously I was emotional. <laughs> 
was very emotional. It wasn't my fault. It was my fault. I'm a white man. Um, so if I'm entitled to murder, it will. <laughs> literally, when I came to the place where three roads join, I meant a herald followed by a horse-drawn carriage and a man seated therein, just have, as you have described. Hmm, troubling. Uh, the leader troubling. <laughs> roughly ordered me out of the way, and his venerable master joined in with surly command. It was the driver that thrust me aside, and I struck him, for I was angry. <laughs> Sorry, so you're standing in the middle of a fucking road with a horse-drawn carriage, and they're like, get out of the road, we're in a carriage, and you're like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, so, Oedipus, honey, you're, you're digging yourself a real big hole. A real big hole. And so he's like, um, so I struck the driver, because I was angry, and the old man saw it, leaning from the carriage, waiting until I passed. Is this all happening while the horses are fucking going? How did you strike the driver? Did you jump? <laughs> Well, he is quite an impressive man, Oedipus, in his own way. So I, think so. I mean, imagine how fucking scary that would be. Imagine being in your car and someone's in the road and you're like, oi, move, mate. And he fucking leapfrogs at you. Have you not seen that in the news this week in Albania? <laughs> so, um, I don't know exactly what was going on, but a car, like, broke through some, like, barriers into, like, a pedestrianised area and was driving, like, erratically. And obviously, in Europe... We have a bad time with people doing that and killing people. So everyone was a little like, awkward. So um, the video starts and it's some people like trying to open the car door, trying to pull the driver out of the car. And he like yeah. is still driving and manages to get away. And he shuts the car door. But obviously somewhere in the tussle, someone's opened a window. And this guy just comes like power running across the pedestrianized <laughs> bit and just jumps feet first into the window. And then the car oh instantly God. stops. So I guess he just like knocked him out or something feet first it's Oedipus keep that man away from his mom <laughs> we'll keep that man and his dad Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah, his dad driving yeah like, I'm dad never again daddy. but literally like you can't just kick slap people while they're on fucking horses in a moving carriage also it says struck so I presume he killed him um, so the old man who was just like you know now in an unmanned carriage uh, waited until I passed and seizing for weapon the driver's two pronged goad which obviously I don't know it's a sharp stick struck yeah. me on the head so Laius just enough. whacked him on the head but yeah um, like ah you just killed my driver and leapt onto my carriage ah. I'm fucking freaked out he yeah. paid with interest for his temerity quick as lightning the staff in his right hand did its work he tumbled headlong out of the carriage and every man of them there I killed <laughs> Oedipus you fucking psycho like, <laughs> sorry you, why do men use this as an excuse like imagine coming home like after getting some really bad news mm. and just like then and then murdering some people like I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm just really calm as a person, but that just never really crosses my mind to act. I mean, you know, we all get a bit of road rage, like, oh, fucking kill you, dickhead. Mm. But I never see it through. This has happened to me many times. I'm sure it's happened to everyone. Well, you, well, you're you've walking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're walking along a path. A bicycle comes up behind you and rings the bell to get past you. Never once have I grabbed the cyclist and pulled them from their bike and kicked the I've shit out of them. I've never once killed them. Like, I never killed them. once. No, I have jumped. I've sometimes, when they've gone by and kind of come to my senses, been like, that was rude. Um, sometimes I've been like, this is a pavement. Fucking cheeky asshole. Should be in the road. Yeah. But I've never killed them. I've never, I've not, I've not, I have not sunk so low as that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Oedipus, however, has no problem that he killed everyone. That's not the problem. He's like, but what if that stranger was Laius and these hands that killed him have been touching his wife? Yeah, that's 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 the only problem here. Sure, cool. That's the, um, that's also, the only issue. Also, touching his wife, like touching your mom. Yeah, literally. Um, so at that bit, I was like, oh, he's not even realizing the incestuous bit. But then, like two two lines later, and he's like, and then you know that would be making a. Um, about making his mother his wife, essentially. And he's like, oh, you got it, you got it, you caught up. Yeah, yeah. You got it, you got it. Think about that. But he doesn't really dwell on that point for very long, as we'll see. Um, Ancient so, Greeks. So at the, at the point, at this point, the chorus weighs in like, no, we don't know anything for sure yet. Let's try and be positive. Like, you know, we'll wait for the shepherd to arrive and then we'll chat about it then. Be nice. Don't forget it upset, mate. Like, I, 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 look, I think a wedge has been formed. <laughs> like, you know, I don't think me and Jocasta are going to be that chummy after this regard. I'm a little grossed out. I'm a little uh, grossed out. 
And, you know, even if profits aren't real, I still think I killed her husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jocasta was like, so why do you need to see the shepherd? And he was like, when you were giving your account, you said the shepherd said it was robbers that killed um, Laius. Plural, not singular. I am a singular man, so I need to talk to the shepherd to see which it was. And Jocasta's a bit like, oh my god, well, you said plural at the time, so I fucking drop it. Fine. <laughs> god. Um, he's gonna I... be like well I thought there must have been more than one he sprang so lightly from the <laughs> bottom of the ground all the way up into horseback like I thought someone gave him a, an uppy <laughs> yeah I mean I um, thought they must have been playing leapfrog or something yeah literally <laughs> end scene Jocasta basically is like a fig for, di- for divination I wouldn't cross the road for it and that's a direct quote and I just love it excellent <laughs> I wouldn't cross the road for it either no Jocasta no so the chorus then basically does a long bit saying uh, listen to the gods mere mortals or you'll be a wrong one too so good good uh, but if they had listened to the gods would you cast have just been like oh i have to marry my son which is <laughs> like sorry but no gross disgusting no. like i'm just not gonna do that do you think maybe it would have been a like maybe it's like the fact they're trying to defy it if they'd just been like i don't believe you and raised him as their son and everything he'd have been like well, obviously I'm not going to marry my mom. I know yeah. it's my mom. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, maybe yeah, it was the whole thing in trying. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Katie. <laughs> yeah, bows, bows, bows. Bows, <laughs> Yeah, don't try to fight it. Just try to... Just, just don't marry your mom. Just try and be a good person, yo, and not kill your dad and fuck your mom. It's pretty yeah. basic. If you, if you get bad news, just don't kill, just don't kill people. <laughs> just jump out the way, you know, maybe go, oh, you know, fucking could have been more polite about it and then just move on with your dad. Yeah, and maybe, I mean, you know, I know people have good relationships with big age gaps, but if they're old enough to be a parent, maybe have a couple questions. Yeah, maybe, maybe if you've killed someone on the way into a town and you arrive and their king has just been killed, maybe, yeah, just you poke around a little bit before you marry just the queen. Just ask some questions, yeah, just ask, <laughs> just check. <laughs> Anyway, so Jocasta goes off to Apollo to basically pray to make all the nasties go away. And the chorus um, is, is basically like Oedipus's PA. They receive a messenger from Corinth, which is where Oedipus grew up, and uh, take the messenger through to Jocasta. And the messenger says that King Polybus of Corinth is dead. So sorry about that bit. But hey, good news. Now Oedipus is king of Corinth too. So that's nice. Yes, that's nice. And he's just there like, this is not, help me right now. <laughs> Jocasta's buzzing though, because she's like, oh, that's his dad and his dad's dead. How'd he die? And he was like, he's just, oh, just died in his sleep. <clears throat> Nothing dramatic. And she's like, that's wonderful. Everything's coming up Millhouse. So <laughs> Everything's coming up Jocasta. <laughs> so Oedipus enters and Jocasta's like, wonderful news, darling. Your father's dead. <laughs> And um, she's like, uh, and Oedipus basically goes, out of the way, woman, let the man tell me. Now, what's happening? Your your father's dead? Right. right. <laughs> so, like, and uh, Jocasta's like, again, why the fuck do I marry? did I marry this piece of shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't given a choice because I wasn't given a personality. Yeah, sorry about that. So, um, yeah, Oedipus basically is like, ah, oh, but it was grief of because of me leaving Corinth that killed my father. So, you see, I really am responsible for his death. And just like, I think everyone at this All point... Right, up yourself. Also, everyone is just like, you're real clutching at straws now, Oedipus. Yeah, like, look, Oedipus, sweetie, I know you've got a lot going on right now, but it's mm. not all about you. It's not about you. He does other... But he kind of like puts it together. He's like, I suppose we, suppose we can conclude that the prophecy is not entirely accurate. And Jocasta's like, yeah, I told you that. They're bollocks. And he's, he says, my fear misled me. And I think the word you're looking for in this situation is sorry, Oedipus, but however, not no. really. <laughs> because not really. you're kind of right. <laughs> anyway, um, so um, Jocasta has like this kind of bit, because he said, oh, his fear misled me, that um, he shouldn't be scared of life, that life is a game of chance. And don't let this mother marrying frighten you. Many a man has dreamt as much. Have they? Um, um, <laughs> um, all the mums in the audience just like slowly looking at their sons like, Gross. <laughs> I think it's time you moved out. I'm three. Yeah, get packing pervy. <laughs> yeah, like, I love you, mommy. That's disgusting. <laughs> I bet you fucking do. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, have you seen me? Yeah, gross. So, anyway, the messengers are standing there, like, eh? Mother marrying? Eh? Father killing? What? 
are you talking about? Is this, is this why you ran away? And um, he's like, yes, that's why I ran away. Pollution in my bloodline. And he's like, your, your bloodline with Polybus? He goes, yes. So that's why you left. Because you, you thought he was your dad. And you, you thought you were going to kill him. Right? That with Polybus. And I just came to tell you about Polybus's death, but oh my god, I'm so happy I did because I can put your mind at complete rest. And um, Oedipus is like, how so? There's no pollution in your bloodline. And he's like, what? And he's what? like, they're not your parents. <laughs> you must be out of your goddamn mind. What? <laughs> what? You, could, could you say that again a little slower? A little slower. Oh, and this is a direct quote. So Oedipus goes, Polybus is not my father. No more than I. Explain yourself. Um, I am not your father. <laughs> and neither is Polybus. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, I swear sometimes I use like, this wasn't translated very well. Like, it's like, it was um, at this point and another I'm... point. I looked up to verify that this is definitely not a comedy. And I've got a direct quote in a bit of... Um, <laughs> Um, it basically says really sassily like it's a tragedy a very well-known tragedy like all right man you whatever it's hilarious um i am not your dad and neither is he explain well when a mummy and a daddy love each other (laughs) i mean like no wonder this revelation is taking so fucking long he's thick as shit explain yourself um (laughs) Um. <laughs> I'm not your dad. Explain. I'm like, I'm not what? your dad. What needs explaining? It's like that. It's literally that thing, isn't it? When like you've dumbed so not like not dumbed down. That's not fair to say. But you know when you've simplified something yeah. for someone who isn't getting it. Which yeah. obviously you have to do sometimes because no friends on the same level. Yeah. But then you get to a point and you're like, I, I don't know how I can take this down another level, man. It's it's just how we're, it is. We're at ground level now, yo. We can't, we can't go lower. How, just like on a slight um, tangent there, you might not get this because you're quite smart, but do you ever have it when you can see someone's reached the ground level of explaining something to you and you're still there like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, like, man. When you started bringing out that moon period stuff, I was pretty freaked out. I mean, I have some questions. <laughs> so does he Oedipus <laughs> is like, I think I made my mum. Yeah, I think the moon is controlling our periods. Suspicious. It's like, I'm suspicious. <laughs> you ready for a plot twist? <gasps> Does the moon control Joe Castor's period? Yes. No. Yay! The messenger is basically like, I know this for sure. Because is the messenger like, I am your dad. I am your daddy! <laughs> no, I fucking wish. Um, no, he's like, I know this for sure because um, when you were a baby, you were given to me by a shepherd and I was the one that gave you to King Polybus. So oh, I know that... should have stayed with him. Yeah, he's like, so I know that um, he's not your daddy because I gave him to you. Uh, you came from some shepherd and you had like fucked up ankles and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't really know um, where you came from. Oh, that's apart why from... That's why your name is as Ankle Fuck. Yeah, Ankle Fuck. And um, he's like, oh, the only thing I know is that that shepherd worked for King Laius. <laughs> and Oedipus is like, um, is he alive? Can I talk to him? Like, Oedipus, come on, come on, sweetie, put it, put it, put it together. You know it's... that, like, that thing that like, you see in cartoons when someone's really mm. nervous and they're just, like, completely shredding their nails? <laughs> yeah. And it's just Oedipus and they're like... Nah, 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 nah. No, Oedipus is thick as, thick as shit. He's like, can I talk to this shepherd? Is he alive? And the chorus weighs in, like, I, I think it will prove to be the same countryman whom you have already asked to see. You remember the, the shepherd they've already said for, like, literally the patience of this chorus. <laughs> they're just like... Honey, 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 that's your mama. No, yeah. that's my wife. No, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, same, same thing. And then the chorus is like, the queen is the person most able to tell you, though, if it's the same person. And the camera, I just imagine the camera padding to Joe Castor, who's just like white with terror. And she just goes, what does it matter what he, what man 
man he means. It makes no difference now. Forget what he has told you. It makes no difference. Now let's never talk of this again. It's like, you know, like in Modern Family. Is it Modern Family? Where they yeah. like, it's not like a documentary style and she's like trying not to look at the camera and it's like, yeah, like zooming on and she's like, um... Can we can we do this off camera? Actually? Yeah, like you know, like turn, in the interview the afterwards. Like I just didn't expect it to like them to come up with that. I wasn't prepared for it. No, it's wow. I didn't expect him to turn on to me. So um, Jocasta's vibe is like drop this fucking immediately. So she's obviously realised the truth. Um, sorry, but... you want me to drop it? Should we just go back to normal then? This is the thing. I was like, I don't know if her plan is then just to keep him ignorant and keep fucking him for a peaceful life or. Or what? No, <laughs> Joe Cass. Gross. But Joe Cass did your mama. <laughs> your mama, you gotta, you, you gotta check yourself. So um, you gotta check yourself, Joe Casta, for your wreck yourself. <laughs> so Oedipus is just like a dog with a bone, but he's pissed off with Joe Casta because he thinks that she's um trying to make him drop it because it's going to reveal that he's not from royal lineage, that he's in oh. his. Oedipus. Yeah, that in in quote for, uh, what he says is that it's going to reveal that he's slave born. Um, so ba- basically, oh, she's a honey, snob. Oh, you're going to wish you were slave born. Maybe that's not okay to say. I'm sorry. Sorry, but um, I don't know in this circumstance. Um, but um, basically, that she's a snob and um, that she won't like it if she finds out that he's not from he's not highly born. And um, he's like, your honor won't be impugned. It's got fuck all to do with you. I just want to find out where I came from. And she's like, oh, and <sighs> she she says. I know I am right, and I am warning you for your own good. Speaking like a true mum now, look, as yeah. your mother, what? I mean, just drop it. <laughs> look, just drop it. God, you're always an annoying child. What was that? Nothing. Yeah, go to bed. <laughs> now, why don't you just go to your room? Yeah, why don't you just come to bed? I mean, no, fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Okay, we're going to have to see other people. <laughs> So he's like, look, go fetch the shepherd here and leave the lady to enjoy her pride. Fucking snob. Um, Sorry. Didn't we agree the shepherd was dead? No, no, he's not dead. He's on his way. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, hey, yeah, come it's on, a, Oedipus. It's the same shepherd that survived the attack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he, yeah. He's on his way. But, you know, he's old. Give him a minute. <laughs> Give him a minute. <laughs> and so Jocasta exits with, um, oh, lost and damned. This is my last and only word to you forever. <laughs> for- I'll never speak to you again forever. <laughs> Runs off. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, someone has to do this. Direct a Greek tragedy, but like have all the all the actors have to play it as if you're like a four-year-old throwing yeah. a tantrum. Literally. It would be incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's the way it's written. Um, it's, li- so- it's literally, you wouldn't even have to direct it, just let them have it. Yeah, so this is where I lose all respect for the chorus, because they're like, yeah. oh, why is the queen run off in such a deep passion? I feel some vile catastrophe will out from what she dare not tell. Guys, why are y'all so stupid? <laughs> she won't say it. Like, I mean, it's not much to say on the subject, is it, when it's just laying out there? And also, everyone's said it already, like, multiple fucking times, whatever. Um, but it's obviously her fault. Yeah, the, and the need to piss is like, yeah, she's shamed by my low origin, just fucking yeah, let her go off. Um, oh, and then, oh, this bit's amazing. So he's like, I may not be royal, essentially, but she's just a woman. So kind of like, don't get all uppity with you are being highborn. Remember, you're just a woman, yeah? You're still pretty shit. So. Like, right. honey, like, all right, now that is, you know what? I've been trying to be cool. I've been trying to call Oedipus, but you are on your way from smack to bottom. I just want Joe Caster to re-enter, like, what did you just fucking say? What did what did you just say? Yeah. Go to your room. Yeah. Fucking say that to my face. I'm going to fucking deck you. Anyway. But obviously women were ridiculously like, I don't even think second class, like third class citizens back then. It was Literally. I mean, like in Athens, it was actually like, mm. I can't leave the house without hubby because I belong in the home. Yeah. That is my place. I mean, to be fair, fucking burn from each of us because it was accurate back then. Like getting shitty that I'm not royal. Well, I'm still king and you're a woman. What can you do? Oh, fucking accurate. Ah, well, it's not so much a comment on me, it's a comment on this fucking patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, on this society. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, they're all jabber-walking away when the shepherd kind of shuffles up and the messenger is like, that's him, that's him, yes, that's the guy who gave me the baby. Oh, my God. 
Hi, how you doing? How's it going? Like, you're right. You're right. I've seen some shit, man. So Oedipus is like, says to the shepherd, like, have you ever seen this messenger before? And the shepherd's old and he's like, um, I don't think so. Not ever before. And the messenger's like, step aside. Let me jog his memory. It was back in the day. We both had flocks. Mine from Corinth. Yours from Thebes. And we drove them back and forth from spring to autumn. And the shepherd's like, I... That's how it was. And you'll remember this for sure. Do you remember giving me a baby boy and telling it to, telling me to rear it as my own? And the shepherd's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and he's like, and here stands your baby boy reunited now. And then the shepherd goes, damn you, man, hold your tongue. Damn <laughs> it, man, shut up. That's not shut, my kid. Shut up, shut up, shut up. And obviously now he's seeing that that's Oedipus as king. And he's like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. And so Oedipus is like, well, the messenger is talking openly. However, you're not. And the shepherd's like, don't, don't make me say it. Please, please. I, I just want to go home. I want to go home. I just want to go home. So um, do you have and, a wife? Yes, my wife is the queen. Shit. <laughs> and then Oedipus is like, well, well, we'll torture you until you tell us the truth. And he's like, don't hurt an old man for fuck's sake. And so they grab the old man. The old man. He's like, no! he, and he's like, so this messenger gave you a baby. Maybe then he's like, yeah. The messenger's just there like, sorry, man. Yeah, you gave the messenger a baby. He's like, yeah, I wish I'd died that day. And um, then he was like, yeah, I was given the baby with instructions to kill it or it would grow up to kill its father and um, marry its mother. And Oedipus is like, in God's name, what made you give it to this man? And he's like, look, I'm not comfortable with murdering children, okay? I don't think that makes me a bad person. Look, man, clearly you're okay murdering an old man, but I, for one, I'm not okay with murdering innocent people. Yeah, it's above my pay grade, which is nothing, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Can you just imagine asking, like, some random person, like, hey, will you murder this baby for me? Like, no! <laughs> I'll take no. it away and give it to yeah. someone else, clearly. But... Yeah, you don't get to have babies. <laughs> yeah, like, clearly you can't raise it. So... Again, Oedipus is like, why don't we just kill it? Look, Oedipus, we don't all just kill people, fuck's sake. (laughs) Like, look, sometimes, Oedipus, when you have a bad day and Mm. you're walking down the road and a car asks you to move out the road, you don't kill everyone, (laughs) in you? (laughs) Literally. So Oedipus Oedipus is like, what? So now it's all been confirmed and Oedipus is like, alas, all out, all known, no more concealment. Oh, light, may I never look on you again. Revealed as I am, sinful in my begetting, sinful in marriage, sinful in shedding blood. Yes, you were sinful in shedding blood, regardless yeah. of whether it was your power or not. Don't Literally. kill people! You can't be killing people. Oh, yeah. And at this point, the chorus says, Show me the man whose happiness was anything more than illusion. Here is the reason I shall call no mortal creature happy. Wow, Oedipus. You ruined the chorus's faith in human happiness. Well done. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Oedipus. And you set a whole trend for it incest ew oh mm. le- uh, the language in this i feel it's so much grosser than just sort of saying it how we'd say today but later the chorus says when the bosom enfolded both son and the father but also in a way it's like well almost like yeah because obviously your boyfriend or husband or whatever likes a little suck on your titty every now and then. <laughs> you know sexy time but then if you're breastfeeding so will your son uh, thing is, because they got rid of Oedipus proper young, I don't think she ever breastfed him until he was yeah, grown up. But, but you know what I mean? Like, there's actually nothing wrong with oh, your with husband you. and your son both sucking on your tit. I mean, not yeah. at the same time. That's disgusting. But you know, just like in different the course vibes. of lifetime, different different vibe entirely. <laughs> but you know what? I'm just I'm just saying that you know. In itself, that sentence could be completely innocent. It's true. This bit I thought was funny as well. So it's basically the chorus just laying into um, Oedipus. Time sees all and now he has found you and judged that marriage mockery. Bridegroom son. Bridegroom son. Like, <laughs> like wow, well, great. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Um, <laughs> I wish, this is still the chorus, I wish I had never seen you, offspring of Laius, yesterday my morning of light, now my night of endless darkness. Like, okay, you've pissed off the chorus. And two, I know it's not great, but do you have to be sad forever? Like, just boot him out and get on with your life. It's all right, guys. You didn't fuck your mum. Yeah. And like, it's all right. I, I know. I mean, 
Okay, so Prince Andrew, right? He knowingly and wantingly fucked teenagers. At least Oedipus <laughs> didn't fucking know. And we didn't even get a chance to banish him or have him, like, put to death. And we all, like, had to carry on, which isn't great because it just shows if you've got enough power and influence, you can just do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. But in Oedipus's defence, he, he did everything in his power to avoid, like, marrying his mum and killing his dad. Fate just caught up with him. So... I mean, agreed. He still shouldn't murder innocent people, Oedipus. Oh, yeah, he shouldn't murder innocent people. But in terms of, like, the whole town, like, being sad, like, forever my life is darkness, like, maybe just don't hang out with him anymore. Just fuck yeah. him with your life. Anyway, it's just like everyone is like, well, you didn't do it. Yeah. You're all right. All right. It's not about you, Ian. <laughs> For fuck's sake. At this point, an attendant from the palace comes running in, basically shouting, My eyes! My eyes! And I was, <laughs> and I was like, what? Oedipus and um, Jocasta, they don't care, they're still at it. <laughs> they're still doing it, man. It's fucked up. They kind of turned them on. <laughs> <laughs> So, burn the palace down, burn the whole palace down. So burn, burn, burn all of Greece down, sorry. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, the attendant's like, Jocaster is dead! And the chorus goes, alas, poor soul. What brought her to this end? Just like so fucking chill. <laughs> but also, just like everyone, like, I'm sorry, but how stupid is everyone here? Like, do you the- not fucking know? <laughs> yeah, literally. The situation. And, um... It's I, just, a- just, just vaguely around. This. Just points at the burning city with the fucking sphinx in it. All of this? That? Maybe? I mean, be quite impressive. Points at her son slash husband. Like, that? That? There's many reasons. <laughs> Take your pick. Holds points to the dead her dead husband's grave. That? that? I point out Oedipus isn't on stage anymore. It's just been the chorus on stage, like ranting for ages about how they're going to be sad forever. And then yeah. the attendant came running out. So the attendant now does this massive monologue. And again, actors, take note of this for an audition piece, but not what I'm about to abbreviate because I cut out all the nice poetic shit for um, brevity and understanding. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so the attendant says, so she ran straight to her bridal bed, cried aloud to Laius, long since dead. The king broke in with piercing cries, and all had eyes only for him. A sword, a sword, he cried. Where is that wife? No wife of mine. That soil where I was sown, and whence I reaped my harvest. Ah, he makes it so gross. Um, like, Oedipus, no one, no one asked you to say it like that. No one asked you to say it like that. Also, is he about to kill her? Well, while thus he he raved, some demon guided him, for none of us dared to speak where she was. (laughs) I ain't fucking pointing him in the right direction. He's going to fucking kill her. He hurled himself... It's not her fault. It's not her fault. He hurled himself upon the locked doors, bending by main force the bolts out of their sockets, and stumbled in. We saw the knotted pendulum, the noose, a strangled woman swinging before our eyes. Mm. So she's hung herself. But but he was going to go and kill her. Oh, he was totally going to go stab her up. Um, or Look, at least, Oedipus, you know, go running in with a sword. Oedipus, fuck. Oedipus, sit the fuck down. You started it. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that actually killed your dad. Before that, she would have stayed married. You literally yeah, started she this. she didn't want to marry you. Yeah, like, and also, even when you came on the scene, she wasn't asked her opinion on you. Yeah. You were thrust on her. Literally. And now you're going to thrust a sword on her. Anyway. Like, uh, Oedipus, stop shirting the blame. You did this. Yes. So the king saw too, with heart-rending groans, untied the rope and laid her on the ground. But worse was yet to see. Her dress was pinned with golden brooches, which the king snatched out and thrust from full arm's length into his eyes. Eyes that should see no longer his shame, his guilt. No longer see those they should never have seen, i.e. his children. Like, um, I know what my children with my mum look like. I should have <laughs> to be fair, brings a whole new level to my eyes, my eyes, literally. Nor see unseeing those he had longed to see, henceforth seeing nothing but night. To this wild tune he pierced his eyeballs time and time again in drenching cataracts oh. of scarlet rain. Mate, Gross. that would hurt so much. And you'd never see again. So after that very dramatic, very graphic speech, do you want to know what the chorus yeah. says? Oh, well. He goes, and he, how is he now? Does he still suffer? 
<laughs> no, he's, he's, he's great. Well, he just stabbed his fucking eyes out, mate. What do you think? <laughs> he just found his dead wife slash mum and had to come to terms with the fact that he fucked his mum and then gouged his own eyeballs out with pins. So uh, He's great. He's great. He's great. He's great. We fixed him a, we fixed him a hot chocolate and now he's bougie. <laughs> Does he still suffer? No. He's fine. <laughs> I hope that again this needs to be staged and just like leave a silence after that where everyone just sort of looks at each other like are you for fucking real just one chorus member asks it and all the others just like slowly turn like what? what's wrong with you? they can be the one who always says the stupid shit like what was yeah. the uh, like oh why does she leave? Yeah. and everyone just turns to look at this one chorus member like but seriously what is wrong with you? <laughs> Like, why are you, why, why are you here? Someone must have done this. So then the attendant says that... Um... Sorry. <laughs> Does he still suffer? <laughs> the attendant says Oedipus wants to flee the country incontinently. And I was like, what, well, while shitting himself? <laughs> that's not even the bit that's made me die. Uh, it, it means actually without moral constraint. Um, but he can't because none can guide him. So like basically all he wants to do is run away. But he can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like still roaming around the room like, where's the fucking dog? And like, he's now thinking maybe he should he should have just stabbed one eye out and then done the other when he ran away. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps there tripping over her body like, oh God. So this was the point actually that I Googled. Are you sure this is not a comedy? <laughs> And um, this is a quote. No, Oedipus Rex is not a comedy. It is a tragedy. In fact, it is one of the best known tragedies in Western literature. So there you go. All right. Did you ever hear of a sense of humour? Are you one of the chorus members who didn't fucking get any of the jokes? This is meant to be a serious play. The man has not got any eyes. This man has no eyes. A woman is dead. So, at this point, Oedipus comes hobbling out onto the stage and the attendant is like, you can't help but pity him. And, uh, Sorry, he... why is he playing it up though? Why is he hobbling? You didn't hurt your leg. <laughs> Dramatic. He's... Katie, Oedipus, he's got fucked ankles for life. Oh yeah! <laughs> Fuck ankle. <laughs> he's ankle fuck. He's... That's literally his name, ankle fuck. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> why are you hobbling? Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's kind of my brand. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Ankle. Sorry. How are you doing? I got distracted by the eyes. Yeah, sorry. So he goes, ah, oh, horror beyond all bearing. Oh, no, sorry. This isn't what he says. This is what the chorus says. So it's that to... one chorus member again. Ah, <laughs> oh, horror beyond all bearing. Seriously, why are you here? Literally, the attendant's gone like, you can't help but feel sorry for him. Oh, my God. And they go, horror beyond all bearing. Foulest disfigurement that I ever saw. Like, again everyone's nice. just like now all the chorus are just hiding their, their hands and their faces like I don't know why we invite her she's just an embarrassment she's just terrible I was, like, and I was like shut up man and all, then the chorus says what de- demon of destiny with swift assault outstriding has ridden you down he, he stabbed himself in the the attendant literally just told you like honey do you need a glass of water <laughs> And then Oedipus says, oh, agony, where am I? Is this my voice that is born on the air? What fate has come to me? I mean, I know we're all very traumatised, but does everyone literally have five minute memories? Literally. like <laughs> You stabbed yourself in the eye because you fucked your mum and killed your dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> well, at least I know there's a reason I'm blind now. And then... Um... <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oedipus says, what should I do with my eyes where all is ugliness? And the chorus goes, it cannot be denied. <laughs> it like, cannot be denied. That is one fucked up looking face. Fucking uh, savage. You are not a looker. And then the chorus says, it would have been better to die than to live in blindness. I, you should have just killed yourself, mate. Which is fucking, also fucking ableism, but then also... 
in ancient Greece, they literally celebrated leaving like disabled children out to die. So it feels a bit weird to be like, ancient Greek was ableist. What do you know? But anyway, it's not cool. So Oedipus says he blinded himself, basically, because um, they're like, why don't you just kill yourself? And he's like, I had to blind myself because I couldn't go into the afterlife with seeing eyes and then face my dad and my sad wife, mum. So at least I'll be blind in the afterlife. And then I'll be like, sorry, can't see you. Can't talk, can't see. Bitch, that is... That is a big version of burying your head in the sand. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then um, he starts having a meltdown and then Creon rocks up and the chorus is like, Creon's here, Creon's here, thank fuck. Creon, please sort this out. Creon comes <laughs> in like, ah, what happened to you? <laughs> and Oedipus is like, oh, this is awkward to say the least. I proper slagged you off and it's all come to bite me in the ass. He's like, forget about your ass, babe. You see your face. No, that's the problem. Oh yeah, sorry. Creon then says, Oedipus, I'm not here to scoff at your fool. And I was like, that's sad that that has to be stated. Like, literally, he's just found out that he's married his mum. She's now dead. He's had to stab his eyes out. He's lost his kingdom and everything. And you're like, I'm not here to poke fun. I fucking hope not. Jesus. (laughs) Mate, I've been through a lot. Please don't laugh at me. (laughs) Yeah, I can't handle it right now. So, uh, yeah, I just like, being civil is kind of the bare fucking minimum. You're not going like, I'm here yeah. to be nice to you. Okay. <laughs> like, I should hope so. Had um, enough today. I was going to show I'm like, gutted. Fuck your mum. Oh, by the way, the co- um, my sister. That dead. one chorus member would. Yeah, it would. Um, so Oedipus um, is like, I'd like to be banished, please. But Creon's like, look, this is a whole fucked up situation because we didn't listen to the gods. So I don't feel comfortable just sending you off without clearing it with the gods first, Joe. Because, um, um, you know, I don't want to piss them off again. Because, <laughs> uh, man, they will get you. They are vengeful. And, um, yeah, so Creon is learning from his history. And then Creon um, is like, honestly, after all this, have you not found a good cause to trust Apollo? And Creon, uh, uh, Oedipus says yes, but I'm like, I'm not sure trust is the right word. Yeah. Fear. But yeah, it was like tr- it's not a happy relationship. <laughs> no, I was like, well, I'm not too happy with the man. I gotta say, yeah. So Oedipus like, I just want to run away to the mountains, don't we all, mate? And um, he's like, Creon, can you take care of my children? But don't worry about the boys. That is a direct quote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says, basically, they can fend for themselves. But his daughters are poor little mites who depended on their father. And he would like to touch his daughters once more. Not like that. He can't say he'd like to see his children once more. He's got no eyes. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to check with the author. It sounds like a mistake to me. <laughs> it sounds like a mistake to me. So um, he's like, I'd like to touch my daughters one last time. And whilst he's saying this... Creon is just like, oh. no! What's wrong with you? Stop touching family members. Um, whilst he's chatting... Like, the, the right was that right was taken away from you as soon as you touched your mom like that. <laughs> yeah. That's enough for you. So Antigone and his lady are already standing there. And they're crying. And um, he's like, oh, my daughters are here. Oh, bless you, Creon for this kindness and he asks his daughters to come feel your brother's hands I mean again there was no fucking need to make it that weird Oedipus oh can you imagine dad saying come feel your brother's hands Ah! (laughs) I'm gonna set you on fire and you will be grateful (laughs) you had to make it weirder no gross there's um I mean, you've probably read it with the one with Antigone, the play with Antigone, and she's well proud to be Oedipus's daughter. It's well, like, honey. We'll, we'll find out, Katie, later. But oh, well, maybe we'll, it's a different play. But. Well, not in this. We'll find out in Antigone. We've got it yet to cover. <gasps> Exciting! Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> fucking Oedipus, he goes on to say I, to his daughters, I think of your sorrowful life in the days to come when you must face the world, thankless, joyless days for you, returning sadly home whilst others play. Right. <laughs> Um, thanks. And when you look for marriage, there will will there be men? Will there be one man brave enough to outface the scandal that will cling to all my children and the children's children? And now we know women can't hold on to power without marriage, but he's yeah. just said her, his bro- their brothers, sorry, so his sons are going to be okay. And they've got Creon, so hopefully they would be provided for. But yeah. 
it's a risky game being a woman. And he's basically like, you're fucked for life. You'll be miserable. And he says, thus they will brand you. Where will you find husbands? There will be none, my children. For you, your days can only end in fruitless maidenhood. So they won't Just like, have... oh, I'm so glad you said goodbye. Literally. You know, it would have been really sad if you'd left without this big goodbye. <laughs> Literally. You're like, uh, thanks, Dad. Also, like, fruitless maidenhood who failed as a woman who didn't procreate. Like, um, again, where was the bit you said you were leaving? Yeah, so, I think you better be off, Dad. And, yeah. and this is his parting words to them, kind of. He says, In your prayers ask this, that you may live no more or less than well, and so live better than did your father. So basically, live a mildly okay life, and you'll have done better than me. Right? And, uh, don't fuck your brothers. Don't fuck your brothers. Draw the line there. And at that point, Creon goes, this is enough. Will you go in <laughs> to the daughters? I'm like, it is enough, Creon. The daughters are just there like, I wish you'd said that earlier before you had time to say all oh, this load of crap. <laughs> literally, like, I'm fucking off. <laughs> so, dads literally have no tact. No. So Oedipus is like, will you keep your promise, Creon, to send me away? And Creon's like, no, again, five second memory, no promise, checking with the big guy, the god, remember? And um, uh, Oedipus isn't particularly happy about that, but he's like, all right. And then he goes to go into the palace with his children and Creon's like, no, you grace me out. You don't get to go with the children. And he's like, no, never take them from me. Even though he was literally just asking Creon to take care of them. Yeah. But well, whatever. Oedipus is led away from his children slash siblings. And then uh, the chorus close it with this. Sons and daughters of Thebes, behold, this was Oedipus... No. This was Oedipus, greatest of men. He held the key to the deepest mysteries, was envied by all his fellow men for his great prosperity. Behold what a full tide of misfortune swept over his head. Then learn that mortal men must always look to his ending, and none can be happy until that day when he carries his happiness down to the grave in peace. So basically... The finishing line is that you could live the happiest life, but if you die scared and in pain, you weren't truly happy. Logical. So if you get if you've had a great time, but someone murders you, yeah, you weren't happy. That's literally. I look back like your happiness was an illusion. Like, thanks. That's really how I wanted to remember the departed. Yeah, like it's just not a thing, though, is it? Literally, and yeah, so. The chorus is weird. I mean, I don't feel, feel that really needed stating. <laughs> I really want to stage this and have one chorus member. I'm going to name her Meg. Yeah. And she's going to have... Yeah, obviously. And she's going to have all the weird lines that is just like... What? And what? she's just going to... So I'm going to hire a comedy actress to play her. Mm. And all, everyone else is just going to kind of like slowly turn and look at her. <laughs> and like as the play gets on, they're going to get more done with her and like mm. try and like shift her to the back and stuff. It's going to be great. It will be great. I... I paid to see that. There must yeah. be a comical staging of this. Like, there it's, has to be. It's literally I'm... written that way. Explain yourself. Well, I am not your father, and neither is Polypus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. We're not your dad. Explain. Does is this guy for real? <laughs> really? <laughs> is, Am I, am I, is that rhetorical? Am I meant to reply? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. He's a very powerful man. I feel like he... <laughs> Good joke. It's not a joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not your daddy. <laughs> you can call me daddy, but... <laughs> do you... Do you want me to be your daddy? <laughs> is, that, is that the vibe we're getting here? Is that, is that, is that what's happening? <laughs> are we turned on? Is, are we a couple? Are we, are we vibing? Did we just become best friends? What the fuck? What? No, no, no. No, no. Am I not your daddy? No, I'm not your daddy. Okay. That's okay, okay, cool. As long as we're established on that. So, that that was Oedipus, guys. That was the first part of the Theban plays. And we've got some... I'm building up. It's not really that great a news. Basically, I'm moving house and uh, I won't be able to record next week. So we're going to take a little break. And then we realised... Because I'm moving into a new place and I don't want my new flatmate to hate me and recording our classical is very loud and we're we're we're, we're in quite we're we're in acquired taste, I'd say, us on classical lot. And I don't want it to hate me straight away. We're not that far off from May seventeenth when I can just go to Katie's house and record and they all hate her anyway. 
So, exactly. So we're going to take a little break. So we'll be picking back up with the Theban plays on the 20th of May. That's when it will be released for the general public. But it'll be out on Patreon on the day before, the Thursday, the 19th. So, yeah, just, just a couple of weeks, guys. But in that time, what are we going to be doing, Katie? So, um... I was gonna say, when does when this come out? This on, the, on today, if you're listening on Patreon today on Thursday, we're mm. recording this in advance. This is very confusing for my brain. <laughs> um, but Thursday, the I have no fucking 29th, idea. 29th, 29th, April, yeah. yeah. We are doing a live show with Nkama. Mm. Um, so you can come over and catch that if you fi- follow us on Instagram. The links are all there. We'll be posting about it. Mm-hmm. So come and check that out. I think it's at eight o'clock. We're going to be talking um, about diet culture, aren't we? We are. We're going to be talking about diet culture. Now, everyone needs to get that summer body mm-hmm. for the summer because lockdown and, and, and Super fat and, 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 you know, like other diet culture things. Like, I don't know. Geese? Is that a thing? Geese? <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't know. Have you got your summer body ready? Yes. I brought a goose. I brought oh. a goose. It is good for me. Mm-hmm. So that'll be on Thursday and we're going to do another live as well whilst we're not recording, but we haven't decided date yet. So follow us on our social. I was going to say, if you're, listening to this, if you're listening to this on regular release, we've already done the live. Yeah, yeah, we have. You missed but, it. Uh, you missed it. It'll <laughs> be on stuff. We'll upload something for you to catch it later on if you're interested. Mm. Um, but we'll also be doing some more lives on our Instagram channel. So yeah. we make sure you're following us on Instagram or on the other socials on Twitter, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Patreon, which you'll get. Which if you're on Patreon, you'll have already known about the um, live show and you'll have been there. You won't have missed it. So yeah. don't, don't you look silly now that you've missed it, you <laughs> silly sausage. <laughs> you silly goose. If only you joined our Patreon. <laughs> Next time, lads. Join it now and you won't miss out next time. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we'll see the rest of you on the 20th and Patreons on the 19th. Keep safe, guys. And it's not soon until we can go... I mean, it's not long until we can go into each other's houses. It's been over a year since me and Ramasha, me and Ramasha, Ramasha. have recorded in person together. So that'll be interesting. It will be fucking interesting. It's so useful having two separate audio things so I can cut out when we talk over each other. So... Come listen to the calamity that's going to be our return. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.